Nashville. We will see you the evening of this Saturday, February 22nd. A uh, little update on the venue. It's called Pins Mechanical. It's in the Gulch. And it is open to everyone until 8 p.m. So we're going to meet there at about 6. So you can bring your kids. Um, they just got to get out of there at 8 p.m. You might want to grab a bite beforehand. Um, we're going to be drinking, but there's not food there. And, um, yeah, just look for me and Jeff. Now, here is the only bummer about this Nashville meetup. This place is all about balls. They're all about ball-based games, Right including pinball. Oh, my dad's going to be so jealous. He does love himself a pinball game. My dad went to a pinball convention. So we'll have to do this again sometime in the future. But this Saturday, 6 p.m., you need the details. Text Nashville to 800-434-5454. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the restaurant Hearth which is right down the street from us. And it's a great place to have a lunch meeting. I do it often there. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for our arch doorways. Can I bring up two things before we really get started in the show? Yes. First, I have, well, what do you want to talk about first? My weird injury, potential injury, or the experiment that I'm currently doing with the dogs? Um, Dog experiment first. Dog experiment. So I noticed that the dogs, we have two dog bowls down and our pups are not the, t they, like when they're not the types of dogs where you put the food down and they just woof it all down. Like they're, they're little grazers and they're polite. Like they're not really food aggressive. Sadie's old and sometimes gets grumpy if Lily gets too close to her treat. <laughs> but other than that, they don't really, there's no. They share bowls. Yeah. They, they don't care. So I filled up both of their bowls the night before last, last night. I filled up both of their bowls. This morning I got up, one bowl completely empty. The one closest to the den? Yes. The other Always. bowl. Okay. The other bowl still had food in it. Yes. So I did not intentionally feed them. Normally I would fill up the other bowl. I didn't feed them because I wanted to see how long it would take them to go to the other bowl. So it was the night before last because we went one, almost one entire day without them eating from the other bowl. Then I started to get worried that they're just not eating. So I poured half the contents of the other bowl into the other bowl, right? Mm -hmm. And they ate out of the one closest to the den, but they didn't eat out of the one next to the water bowl. It's so strange and I can't figure it out, but they will eat out of the one next to the water bowl because when I filled them the night before last, they were both completely empty. It's so weird. I don't know what it is about. I have, I, I don't know what the difference is between those two bowls. Well, and well, they're the exact same material bowl, if you're wondering that. And their water bowl is also jointly with the food bowl that they're not eating out of. And they're drinking the water. So it's not like they don't like it's not like that's a haunted corner of the house. Right. You know what I did once? Just something to be mindful of um, that was so mean, but I didn't realize it. You, 
you know those ultrasonic pest repellents? Have you ever seen those? No. You plug it into an outlet and it emits like a super high-pitched sound that mice and moles and like other little critters don't like. Okay. So you'd put it in your garage or something to keep it out of your garage. I put one when I had the lake house in, in the lake house, like on the lower level, just, I don't know. I saw it at Walmart. It was on sale, bought it. (laughs) Well, I did not realize that cats could hear that sound and it was close to the cat's dish. Oh, and you know, cats won't like dogs will come to you when they get hungry and be like, yo, hook me up. Cats will just starve to death. And I realized Jeff used to have a cat. Yeah. I don't have a cat now. I realized like (laughs) three days later, I'm like, huh, I have not given the cat any food or water in the past three days. And she has been sleeping quite a bit. So I, I said, I wonder if it's related to this. I unplugged it and I'm not kidding. Not 30 seconds later, the cat came running from the other side of the house and (laughs) ate that entire bowl of food like a hungry dog. Oh, Uh, the second thing I want to talk about is a potential leg injury that I have. Now, is this a Jeff Dollar level injury or a normal people injury? Don't. Jeff is a little bit of a hypochondriac. I am telling you, this is a real injury. Okay. When I put my phone in my pocket, in my front left pocket, this just started yesterday, which is where I always carry my phone. I feel a slight burning sensation on my leg. (laughs) so not to state the obvious but like don't put it in that pocket but why is it happening does it matter yes why is my leg burning i rubbed the phone on other parts of my body nothing else burned Hmm. it's just one spot on my leg and i went to the bathroom and i pulled my pants down and i looked (laughs) at that part of my what and i looked at that part of my leg and there's nothing there that's different Maybe it's an ingrown hair or something. And the phone isn't hot. Maybe it's an ingrown hair. But why only the phone? If I put my hand in my pocket, it doesn't hurt. I don't know. One of life's unexpected, unexplained mysteries. Well, just know this. If I drop dead in the next 24 hours, check my leg. You know how I have the, hey, in case I go missing, here's what you tell Dateline things. (laughs) Jeff does that with health stuff. I just want All you, the time. I want you to know if something bad, if something goes sideways, I want you to know what to tell the paramedics. But it's never at the fault of like anyone else or a crime or anything. It's always, he's dying. I, it, I'm not dying. See, but you just said, if I die, if what I will say mm-hmm. is if I have like an upset stomach but I'm not like in the bathroom yakking if I just don't feel well or if my back hurts or something. And I don't do it that often. You're making it sound like I'm a 90 year old man. Who's like, Oh, the storm's coming in. My shoulders acting up. But if I have like a weird headache that I haven't had a headache in six months, I have a weird headache. I might say to you, Hey, if I don't wake up tomorrow, tell the paramedics that my head hurts. So I just want you to give them a place to start. Yes. Hey, if <laughs> if I pass out, I want you to know I've had a stomach ache since lunch. Just so you know where to t- where to tell the 
I know, but I'm just saying that you're, my murder paranoia is like you're being sick paranoia. Our phone number, by the way, is 800-434-5454. If you ever feel compelled to call in and stick up for me, you can do that. 800-434-5454. Or if you have theories on my leg injury, on the dog experiment, any of that, always happy to hear from you. I have a couple things that I want to talk about because you had your two. Yeah. Okay. The first one is my episode. There's a bonus episode up right now that I did with one of our really, really good friends. Her name is Janair Goodwin-McCaro, and we talk about disordered eating. And I don't know if Jeff has anything to add or if you have anything to say about the interview. Um, I, th- I thought you did a really good job. Um having a, a conversation and moving the conversation like from a technical point of view, I thought it was really good. Um, my only thought was I, I never knew that disordered eating was a thing. Mm-hmm. So my initial thought, and I don't want you to take this the wrong way because I had to listen to the whole episode to understand it, mm-hmm. but I thought you were being a little, hypochondriac-ish about your diet experience Mm -hmm. because I thought you were saying that you had an eating disorder because that diet kind of made you paranoid. But then throughout the 30 minutes of the conversation, I learned what disordered eating is. And I'm like, oh yeah, I have that. (laughs) About just like, she said at one point in the interview, something made me upset. What did she say? Not upset, but where she I ca- was like, Whoa. she called me fat. <laughs> Jeff, stop it. Um, what she said was the. I think she was talking about how we place value on like good food and bad food. Like yeah, I think some that was is good, it. some is bad. And I was thinking about how you know we because she was saying like you can eat a cookie. Like you can eat six cookies, you can eat as many as you want. And for me, it's like one, none or like seven. And that's not a healthy relationship with food. Um, So that really struck a chord with me. But she had some really interesting things to say. Jeff has known her for 20 years. I think, the yeah, I think the the most, for me, the the most powerful question was one of the ones that you asked in the second half of the conversation was how do parents teach their children to have a healthy relationship with food? Yeah. I forgot about that one. And she did a really good job answering that. So, um, by the way, I didn't say it just here. Um, but she is a therapist. She's an eating disorder therapist and she has been doing that with women for 20 years, treating women. And she's amazing. She has this like calming, great presence and she's really good at explaining things. So we talk about disordered eating, what it looks like, what it feels like, um, symptoms of it. And then also how to not pass on our judgments about food to our kids. It's episode 182 and it's a bonus episode. And as always, um, advisory horde members get bonus episodes, completely commercial free. And usually several days before they're released on this feed. And you can find out about being an advisory horde member by texting the word horde H O R D E to 800-434-5454. On our last show, we were talking about the notes app in our phone. And, uh, Jeff happened to mention that he has never cleaned out his notes section. So I don't even, I can't even imagine what's in there. Um, and I think you should read us your oldest note ever. 
oh, the oldest one? Yes, the oldest one. Because uh, I think it'll be hilarious. Because it's this, probably way before my time. This could be a thumb cramp because I have to scroll. Do do. I and just for the record, I am very. I want to go through my notes and clean them out. Like I wish there was a way to export them all into like another app and just let them. And then I don't know why I would do that. Cause then it would just be, I wish I could do it on my desktop or like on a yeah. laptop. Cause it's different. Okay. Uh, my oldest note is from May 8th, 2011. May 8th. Oh, that was before we met. What does it say? It's a list of words. Okay. Read the words. Born. Okay. Mr. Microphone. High school graduation. Z89, which is my college radio station. Jamma 94.5, which is the radio station I worked at in Boston. Mm -hmm. KRQ, which is a radio station I worked at in Arizona. And Q102, which is a radio station I worked at in Philadelphia. Then the word Ambien, Foxworthy one and two, hmm. Guns, Kelly Clarkson, Fox Theater. That's really it? That's the whole, it's just a list of, I have no idea what the connection between any one of those things are. Huh. And that's from, that's from 2011. Huh. That's going to drive me nuts. Uh, scroll back in your phone, count 20 notes back, and just read what you have. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Before there was Old Town Road, there was I Want to Be a Cowboy. <laughs> I what know exactly you, what that's from. Is that work related? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, it's from Robin. Uh sometimes she says when she's thinking really fast what she wants to type on as her Instagram caption. And I think that's one of her Instagram captions. So did she just grab your phone and type it into your phone, or was she like walking to the set and said, Callie, write this down, I'll explain later? <laughs> she was like Hey, Callie, I think for the video you just took, how about this? And then, like, said. And so you just wrote it in the. In I a, wrote it in, in the a notes. notepad. That's why the notepad is awful, because now you'll never erase that. So funny. Here's it, an. Oh, this is a good one. Yeah. I remember this one. Sunday, 530 p.m. Weird vision at Publix in right eye. It looked like I was looking through a bubble. 615 p.m. Hard to get my words out. Feeling like I might pass out. 7 p.m. Headache. And then there are a bunch of numbers at the bottom. It says 52378. Callie. Which I don't know what the, those numbers mean. Nothing to me. That story about Publix, though, is where Callie had this weird thing happen to her, her brain where she was convinced that she was about to have a stroke or something. She it was really weird. I came home and I couldn't, I was telling Jeff a sentence, but it was coming out like jumbled. I actually had an MRI. She couldn't um, think of the word for credit card. Like she was trying to tell me that she was 
putting her credit card, it, it, like she got a bad headache when she was trying to swipe her credit card, but she couldn't think of the word credit card. It was the weirdest thing. And so she does, she goes to the doctor the next week. She goes, has an MRI, all this other stuff. So they give her the all clear. Two weeks later, she's talking to her dad. She tells her dad's the story and he's like, oh yeah, that's happened to me a few times. It's hereditary. It used to happen to your grandmother too. And Kelly's like, I'm like, thanks for letting me in on this thing. I thought I was like having some sort of brain something because I literally my words were coming out jumbled. And I remember saying the sentence to Jeff. I was like, credit card, safe grocery. Like there were no it was the weirdest thing. And it, and it's scary. It's a um, not a it's like a not a corneal headache. Or it has something to do with your eye. It's like a headache that starts in your eye. It's like a, it's not a migraine. It's weird. Are you ready for tomorrow, Caroline? Today is Thursday, and that means it's Friday Eve, which means it's the eve of Free Stuff Friday. We give you free stuff on Friday. Yeah. We tell you on Thursdays what the prize for tomorrow is going to be. So you have 24 hours to get excited about it and get your texting fingers ready. And this one, I'm pretty proud of myself for this one. Callie loves the Free Stuff Friday and she just threw it out there to a company that Callie and I use in a house and we love very much. Threw it out there and they wrote back and said yes. I thought for sure that this was going to be something they didn't email me back on, but we have a Cutco knife set. Now, Jeff, tell everyone why you love Cutco so much. I, I got Cutco for the very first time as a gift. Um, I think your parents gave us a couple Cutco knives mm-hmm. um, when we moved in together and they are durable, they're great, but here's what's awesome. They come with a lifetime warranty. So if something happens to the knife, like if the blade gets chipped or if the handle breaks or something, you can send it back, they'll send you a new one. And if you need them sharpened, like professionally, you just mail them back and then they send you back super sharp knives. Well, uh, now fast forward three or four or five years, we've got a dozen Cutco knives and they're great. They're They're awesome. And Jeff sent ours a way to be sharpened at Christmas. And he was like a kid when they came back and he kept them in the plastic for like two days. And he wanted to, he actually bought a new butcher block to put the knives in because he was so excited. It was really cute. Anyway, so I emailed Cutco thinking they're not going to write me back. And they did. And they're giving you a prize. $218 worth of knives. Um, It's actually a uh, a two-piece set. It's a two-piece set. Yeah, they're they're expensive, but they last forever. So it's a, it's a cook's set. So yeah, get your hands on uh Cutco knives. Tomorrow is part of free stuff Friday here on the show. And um, they did say also in their email to me that you can get um, three, you can choose any color that you want. They have white, they have black, and then they have, I think it's like a brown or something like that. The handles. Mm-hmm, the handles. So you can choose any one that you want. All right. Let's say thank you to our partners on the upside this week. I am really excited to welcome Warby Parker to our list of advertisers. I have been a customer of theirs, a paying customer of theirs for years, and I am so glad that they were on board. Here's what I love about them. They sell boutique quality eyewear at a revolutionary 
price point. Glasses start at $95. And I'm not saying $95 and then you got to pay a whole much more for to get your prescription in the glasses. No, they start at $95. Here's the other cool thing that I love. You can do at-home try-ons. So you're going to go on their website. You're going to fill out a survey, like take a little quiz about yourself. They will send you five pair of glasses in the mail so you can try them on at home. You can live in them. And you know, I have to test out everything. I was a little bit of a skeptic. Okay, really? How well could they know what they're sending me? So I went into the store after they sent me my at-home try-on pairs. I didn't even wind up getting one from the store. They nailed every single pair they sent me. Head to warbyparker.com slash upside to take the quiz and order your free home try-on. And if you're someone that wears contacts, know that they now have a contact service as well. It's called Scout by Warby Parker. You can get six days worth of contacts for $5 and then receive $5 off your next Warby Parker order. Learn more at warbyparker.com slash upside. Hemp Fusion has been a great partner of ours since uh, almost the month that we launched. Hemp Fusion is a CBD company, but they're not just CBD. And this is important because you can get CBD anywhere. What makes Hemp Fusion different? Well, they blend their CBD product with other ingredients that help specific needs like stress, sleep, and energy. They blend it with omegas, terpenes, and these other other uh, chemicals that and natural ingredients that really, really target those areas. So you buy the CBD for exactly what you need. Not all CBD is is created equal. So if you are just getting started or you are looking for a new brand, try Hemp Fusion. Save 20% off using the promo code UPSIDE at hempfusion.com. That's promo code UPSIDE at hempfusion.com. I don't know about you, but I have a long list of books that I want to read. And they're books that my friends are talking about or books that I feel like everyone at work is talking about that I haven't had time to read and I do like to read, but I never can find the time to sit down and do it. Enter Blinkist. It works on your phone or your tablet or your web browser. It takes the best key takeaways, the need to know information from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. So you don't have to read the whole thing. They're going to take the main parts of the book and then you can join in on those conversations that everyone's having and get the gist of it and get what you need to know quickly. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our Upside listeners. Go to Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash Upside. Try it free for seven days and save 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash Upside to start your seven-day free trial. Obviously, our show is all about gratitude and finding the upside. And we've, Callie and I have been practicing this for so many years, and we get excited every single time one of these scientific studies come out that that remind us and prove again and again the benefits of positive thinking on the brain. Like living in gratitude actually changes chemistry in your brain. Yes. And science has proven it. They've been studying it for long enough now to where they have scientific proof now of what it does to your brain. So anytime we see an article like this, me and Jeff just like freak out. So here's, these are facts. These are science facts. The brain handles negative and positive information differently and negative experiences require more thinking. 
It's it the it the brain uses more energy processing negative stuff than positive stuff, which means the brain actually is more trained to remember the negative stuff. It's just imprinted there. So you actually have to make a conscious effort to cut the emotional attachment that you have with the past, especially negative experiences of the past, in order to move forward. And the easiest way to do that is to actually reframe what you're thinking about. So it's really how to let go of your past. And there's a bunch of things um, that are talked about. We're going to talk about the first two today. The first one is stop trying to be the hero of your story. This is, can you, did you read this one already? Yeah. We've all been hurt. It's sad and embarrassing. No one wants to look weak. That's why we construct our idealized version of the past and blame others instead of taking ownership for what happened. Everything in life has a beginning and an ending. You don't need to continue rehashing your past to keep it alive. Make peace with the end, especially if it was ugly, and move on. I love that. Just accept the outcome regardless of who is to blame. Stop playing the what if game. What if I handled this differently? What if I said this? What if this person never came into my life? What if this person didn't insert themselves into my business? Stop playing that and just be content that that chapter happened and put it back on the shelf. And I think one of the things that we've talked about many times um, this past month and a half on the show is taking ownership for your part in something. And that's part of that is stop trying to be the hero of the story. Stop blaming others. Start taking ownership for your role in it. And that's a way also to be able to release it. Because once you're able to accept, hey, you know what? I probably wasn't the saint that I wish I was during all of that. Then you can, and once you are at peace with your flaws, Mm -hmm. once you become at peace with your flaws, then you don't have to, you don't have to rehash them again and again and again. You can spend your entire life, and I know people who do this, you can spend your entire life blaming other people. That will not get you any further, ever. And this ties into uh, number two on the list. Do not let others define who you are. Think about this. This is such an interesting twist on blaming others, right? But when you blame others when things go wrong, you're actually giving up control. Like you are saying, I had no part in that. And that means you're letting other people and other circumstances define how you live your life. Not letting people define how you live is so hard. You can't control what other people do, but you can control how you react. And if you focus on what people did to you, You're actually just focusing on a distraction. What you should do is focus on how you're going to react to that stuff, which is to let it go, to leave it in the past. Regain control of what you can manage, which is today and the future, right? Don't keep going back into the past and trying to assign the blame and, and, you know, piecemeal the blame between this person, this person, this person, and have an expectation that they're going to ask for forgiveness or that you guys will be able to revisit it. Just leave it in the back, leave it in the past and in the back of your mind and live life on your own terms based on today, not someone else's terms based on what they did to you. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. 
So uh, that's two of the five things, and we'll we'll hit the other ones tomorrow. Uh, I just thought that was a great. That was Psychology Today, right? Yeah. We'll put the link up for the for the whole article, but just such an interesting twist on the on looking at the past, you know? Because we all, I think we all have natural instincts to focus on the past, and again, that makes so much sense. Like the first sentence of that was saying, "Hey, it takes you remember that stuff because it takes so much energy to process it." And that just made a lot of sense to me. And going kind of a tangent from that, but remember yesterday when you said, was it yesterday, the day before, when you talked, we're talking about the notepad in your phone and how you have a list of the crappy stuff that people, your ex-boyfriend actually, I think, did to you in the past. Said to me, yeah. Said to you so you don't forget how bad it is. Did you get any of the messages from people who do the same thing? Oh, on the, on the Facebook yeah. group? Yeah, I saw them and I was commenting on them. I also... um said I had therapy yesterday and I mentioned that in therapy because a ton of people were talking about it on the Facebook group. And I realized also that I do that as kind of like a badge of honor as to how far I've come. Well, I think that's a great reason to do it, but it's important to remember that, and, and this makes sense based on that article we just talked about, if it takes more energy to process negative stuff than than positive stuff, it makes sense that your to your to me that your brain would eventually minimize the negative stuff, mm-hmm. and almost that leaves you in a situation of almost thinking you're crazy. Like, was it that bad? Was my ex husband? What is my fan? Was my family? Was my employer? Was my coworker? Was this situation that bad? The farther away from it you get, and sometimes I think it's good to remind yourself that yeah, it was that bad, and you made the absolute right decision to go in the direction that you did. Yes. So uh, it kind of made me rethink because when you first said that, I was like, "That is so weird." That kind of made me rethink it. All right, here's my three random things. Uh, this one is just a, a, a story out of London, and every single one of these makes me is fascinating to me. You know, have you ever seen those those and uh, the TV shows when people have brain surgery, but they're conscious while yes. they do it, and they're like watching an iPad or something? There's a woman in the United Kingdom who is having brain surgery. It's like open her head up, mm-hmm. and they're touching her brain. And while they were doing it, they asked her if she plays violin. They asked her to play the violin. So she is playing the violin while they are finding the areas of her brain to treat. Um, I think it was uh, a tumor that they had to remove. Mm -hmm. And while she played the violin, they were able to remove 90% of her tumor. That's crazy. It's crazy to think about. Cause can you also imagine how terrifying it would be that you're just like, I feel like my hands would be shaking. Like you're playing, but you're like, if I stop playing, it's because I'm involuntarily. Oh God. Like, I didn't even oh think of that. Gosh. Yes. It's so, it's just, the brain is fascinating. It's to amazing. Me. Science is awesome. All right. Tell me if you, have you ever, I think I just asked you this within the past month or so. Have you ever gotten up and left mid date? Yes. Okay. No, I made, I, I, he drove me there and it was before the days of Uber. So I made him take me home in the middle of a date. 
What did he do? He was talking about how much money he had and like, it was just gross. Like he was like, my jeans cost $300. My shoes cost this. And I have this kind And I was like, oh my gosh. And I was literally getting physically ill listening to him talk about himself. And I, I was like, I feel sick. I got to go home, which oh. wasn't a lie. Cause he made me sick. Tell me if you, <laughs> if you would have left this date early, a woman, she shared this on Twitter. Uh, her name is Alicia. She goes on date, goes on a date, figures a, a first good first date would be a coffee shop. So they meet at a Starbucks. He's very nice. He, she gets there. He says, what would you like to drink? She, you know, gives him her, her order. He goes up, he comes back with two drinks and two cake pops. <laughs> so ridiculous. While they were having their date, he sat there talked to her and ate both cake pops. Rude. Rude. So rude. And here's the thing. It's not, it's not that he ate them both. It's that he didn't say, Hey, would you like one of these? Here are um, some of the responses that she got on Twitter. Uh, oh, she added him for this on Twitter. Was she like, is this weird? Yeah. She goes, I think this makes him a monster. Am I the monster for thinking that? And uh, almost everybody agreed with her. Um, somebody wrote that's the type of person who wouldn't share a floating door with you. If the Titanic sinks and you're on it together, uh, somebody else, every day I wake up and I think surely men have run out of ways to be trash, right? There are no more ways. <laughs> and one scroll through Twitter and I see this, uh, they were Valentine's cake pops for what it's worth. They had tiny little hearts on them. What do you think? I mean, I don't think I would get up and leave the date early, but I would probably, I would call the person out on that. Like I would have said, you're going to eat both of those. Huh? You're not going to offer me one. Yeah. Well, it would be over for Jeff dollar. Cause he loves a good sweet. And that would be like, if you can't bring him a sweet, you're out. Yeah. Next. I don't think the world is paying enough attention to this, but have you seen the coverage of the locusts in Africa? No, there are swarms of locusts in Africa that are overrunning farmland and eating like millions of bugs come down and they just destroy crops and then they pack up and I'm leave itching. again. You're going to have to stop this story. Millions of them. Mm -mm. Yes. Mm -mm. I'm seriously itching right now. Uh, oh my, let's, God, my head's itching. <laughs> right. And they, uh, they don't know how to control them. People are trying everything. They're spraying stuff. You got to We got them. We got They're spraying <laughs> stuff into the sky. They're, um, the entire family just sits on family farms mm -hmm. and plays drums mm -hmm. and horns all day to make them go away. Millions. And have you ever seen, have you ever been am amongst a bug swarm? Mm -mm. When I was growing up, these tiny little black flies covered everything in our yard and house like that's disgusting and then they were gone like outside not in the house but like outside and then they're gone the next day it's the strangest thing that's really gross and by the way just for the record our dogs have left the room <laughs> yeah they're grossed out by it too i have a beautiful human alert or a beautiful um plane and passengers alert um there's a guy a named pl a plane load of beautiful humans a plane load of beautiful humans there was a guy named mike good flying from nashville to charlotte and he got in all these delays and he was going to be late and the reason he was in such a hurry to get home is because he's a father to um twin 
daughters and it was their father daughter dance. Oh, so he mentioned to the flight attendant that because he was sitting in like the last row, which, of course, when you're running late for something, Hang you're on. in the last row of the plane. If you go to a father daughter dance and you have more than one daughter, pick do your you, favorite. Yeah. Just so you, kidding. You just, no. take your, do you just take your favorite kid. No, you take turns. Or do you take them both? You take them both. You go to the dance with two dates. Oh, I thought you meant like take turns. Like, okay, odd years, this kid goes. No, 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 no. You both go, you go to the dance because it's like a class dance. Oh, and then you take turns dancing or yeah. whatever. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, <laughs> so funny. Um, so he was in the last row of the plane. He mentioned to the flight attendant that he was going to be like late getting off his plane and going to this dance. And the flight attendant asked people if they could let him get off the plane first. And when they landed, the whole plane kept their seats and he ran off the plane. No, to get they to the did dance. not. I don't believe that. Isn't that cool? The whole plane stayed seated. Yep. Not, everyone. Not one idiot jumped up and thought that they, their fast moves are going to get them off the plane super Apparently sooner. not. And he ran through and apparently he was like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And like ran off the plane and made the dance with his daughters. God bless America. There is hope for this world. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. How are we doing on getting callers from all 50 states? I'm glad you asked, Callie. We have gotten callers from 44 states. Oh. Nope, incorrect. 44% of states. Oh, so we still got work to do. Yeah, we still have work to do. Uh, The good news is I said that the W states would be the hardest. We've gotten calls from two of the four W states. We've gotten calls from Wyoming and Washington. So West Virginia and Wisconsin have not called in yet. Um, and it's worth noting that we have not gotten any calls from New York State, which is where my family is. Yeah. So New York State not showing up yet, but 44% of states are reporting. Feels very political. Feel very, what is it? John King on CNN. With 44 states reporting, 56 states still aren't listening to the upside. So I was just calling in because you guys were talking about the six years um, (laughs) of interrupted sleep um, after becoming a parent. I'm Heather and I'm from Missouri. And I think the last time that I got uninterrupted sleep was sometime in 1991. My oldest child is 27. My youngest child just turned nine. Um, I have more children. I, I lose count at this point of who all calls me mom. Um, I have never, like, since becoming pregnant, I I have always, it's like pressure changes in the room will wake me up. Now my husband turns over, it's like I'm awake. The air conditioning pops on, I'm awake. Those children going in and, like, staring at you, immediately awake. I know when someone's walking across the floor in any part of our house, who it is, the floors don't creak, it's just a pressure change. I think there's something in the brain that just flips and it's like, hi, I'm hypersensitive, welcome to the party. Anyway, have a wonderful day, love your show, keep it up.
Katie Burke, who writes our Pick Me Up newsletter, has been testing out the future app for us. She's got a trainer. His name is Paul. And here's the thing. Like, you don't have to overpay for this trainer and you don't even have to go anywhere. No. And, you know, for me personally, one of the hardest things sometimes about working out is getting the motivation to go to the gym. It's the hardest part. It's it's once you get there, you know, you feel better about doing it, but it's just so hard sometimes. And with my schedule, I've got a baby and I can't always get to the gym. And I've actually thought about before I tried this app, I thought about getting a trainer. Um, and then when this opportunity came along to try this app out, I was so excited and I love it. I literally don't have to get motivated to go to the gym. I just have to walk down the hall <laughs> and do a workout in my own house while Brooklyn naps. And he's got me doing stuff that I have not done like ever. <laughs> how do they show you how to, is there like a video component or like instructions? So you're following a video? Yep. You're following a video the whole time and they show you exactly how to do it and they're, you know, going over the moves live as you're doing it. And um, it's connected to your Apple Watch so you can see what your heart rate is while you're doing it. And then your trainer will pop in and he'll speak to you. You know, great job, Katie, you're doing awesome. Or he'll like talk about a move like, okay, now with these planks, you really wanna make sure your um, arms are at shoulder width apart and, and they just, you know, really coach you through it. So you feel confident doing the workouts and you really do feel like you're getting a great workout. in. so no, you don't need to overpay for a trainer. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> if you want to sign up for future today, you can go to tryfuture.com slash upside and get 50% off your first month. That's tryfuture.com slash upside for 50% off your first month. Hi, good morning, Kelly and Jeff. Um, I had to pause the show this morning and call you. Um, you're talking about, uh, you know, following your dreams and if money were no object. Um, my husband, at the age of 32, decided that he wanted to go to medical school. So we had that conversation of, I'm 32, I'm going to be the oldest person in my class. You know, I'm going to be 40 by the time I'm done. And we came to realize that it's very simple. You're going to be 40 anyway. It doesn't matter whether, you know, you're living your dream or not. So we bit the bullet, went to medical school. He is now 44 on the other side looking back and so very happy. So anybody out there that's on the fence about this, go for it. You're going to be 40 anyway. You're going to be 45 anyway, if you're lucky, if you're blessed. So have a great day. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's just Tina driving around Decatur, running some errands. Me and my dog, Riley. He loves listening to the upside as well. And I just wanted to tell you that TC hyping up the audience like that would be a great end for March for the end of your show. Just a thought. Wanted to throw it out there. Probably like 50 other people have done. Loving your show, guys. Keep it up. Bye. Have you ever been in a really bad mood and then you get in the car to go somewhere and you listen to the upside and then you pull into where you are and you're like, huh, I'm in a good mood now. My name is Jennifer. I live in Atlanta and I had to stop listening to the podcast and call you and tell you Y'all are cracking me up. Please do your podcast tired again. Just do it once a month. It's hysterical. Hey, this is Heather from Georgia. I had to pause today's episode number 180 
Uh, it is called Our Fried Like a Chicken Tendy. Um, this episode is cracking me up with you two so exhausted. Cause you, and what the word that you're looking for is slap happy. Um, my husband and I actually have had one time together. Well, we've only been married for a year and together for two years. But um, we had an evening similar to what y'all are having to where we could just, we just could not form sentences. We could not think of common words. Um, it was one of those things where we're like, hand me the, what is that? And the other one's like the cup. Yeah, that's it. So I feel your pain and I know you guys are so tired, but just know the show is still awesome because you guys are awesome and you keep it real. Love you guys. Bye. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Cecilia. I paused the episode to comment on the eye doctor. I hate the poof. I hate it. I hate it. So last time I went to the eye doctor, they said they didn't have to do it. And I got so excited until they pulled out an instrument and they wanted to touch my eye with it. And I said, oh, no, I'm not doing that. And the nurse said, well, the kids even do it. Like, it's better for your eyes. It gets more accurate measurements. And I said, oh, no, I'm a child right now, and I am not going to do that. You are not touching my eye. So I'd rather have a poof than someone touch my eye. Have a great day. Bye. Jeff, Callie, it is Steve from Apopka. Two things from today's show. As far as the armrest on an airplane goes, here is the trick. If you get in the seat first, take all of the magazines out of your seat back pocket and put it in the other guys. That way when he sits down and he tries to claim your armrest, you say, hey, do me a favor. Can you hand me the uh, magazine? I don't have any. And as soon as he lifts his arms off the armrest to get the magazine, you claim them. And the second thing is concerning doodling. Yes, I think better when my pen is on a piece of paper. The only thing I can doodle is a circle, and then I put the yin and the yang in it, and then I make flames come off it. It probably really says something about my psyche. It's the only thing I can draw. Love the show. Have a good one. Talk to you. Bye. I'm truly thankful that we're all here. And if you just started your journey here, welcome aboard and enjoy the ride. No matter where you're at in life, be it a high or low, it's always better when you're looking to it from the upside.